The New York Mets got early permission to interview Craig Council for their manager job. Are they the favorites to land him in free agency? We'll discuss that on today's show. You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans who are listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Locked On Mets is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. On the show today, some Craig Council news to discuss. The Mets will interview Council a little bit earlier than expected. What does that mean? And is he going to stay in Milwaukee or come to New York? We'll talk about some recent reports about what his thinking might be along those lines. In the second segment, I'll touch on why the Mets are a great fit for Council and what they have to sell him on to get him to come manage the club. Then in the final segment, we'll look at all the other managerial jobs out there to really see if this is the best fit. Before we get to any of it, though, I'm your host, Ryan Ficklestein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on X at Ficklestein Ryan. I'll spend some of my writing at just baseball.com where I work as the managing editor. Well, big news item of the day. The Mets have been granted permission from the Brewers to interview Craig Council for their managerial position. How nice of them to open that door and say, hey, you could talk to him now. About a week before the Mets could actually talk to him. It's funny because my gut reaction when I saw the news was, okay, all right, just uh, another interesting development that could lead counsel to the Mets. And I think a lot of people sort of jumped to that assumption. Oh, wow. Why are the Brewers uh, letting him out of the, the contract? Well, not out of the contract, but giving him that permission early. Really, this is just to get the ball rolling. And I don't think that the Brewers are any less in the mix to keep Craig Council by l- allowing him to interview with the Mets. Now it's just starting this process that that's really what it boils down to. And, you know, you read a couple articles, one from Joel Sherman of the New York Post, another from Will Salmon of The Athletic, and they sort of paint a picture that uh, leaves you wondering if this is going to happen. Because what they discuss is that pull to stay with the Brewers. And we've heard that and seen that written in, in every bit of reporting that has linked counsel to the Mets. Everyone states the obvious, right? Council and David Stearns work together. David Stearns was the president of baseball operations for the Brewers. They had a lot of success together. He takes the step back this year. He steps down from his post. He's an advisor for the Brewers. Council still manages that team uh, to a playoff berth and to exceed all expectations and to win that division. And now he hits free agency, and this would be an ideal opportunity for him to jump ship, go with his former boss, to New York on a bigger contract with more resources and a better chance to win and win a lot. What he's motivated by is still unclear because at the same token, as much as everyone wants to connect those dots and make that the clear, you know, persuasion that brings him to New York, just this idea of money and resources it doesn't necessarily mean that the Mets are going to blow the market entirely out of the water 
on on council here and pay him significantly more than these other teams. What Joel Sherman notes in his his report is the leverage play that could be going on with council. He discusses how you know council was once an active member of the players association who you know advocated for players to get paid what they were worth when he was you know a player in the union back in the day. Now, as a manager, he sort of you know pontificates that maybe that thinking would remain that he's still trying to set that bar for future managers. That's something that's important to him. So what do you do if you still want to stay in Milwaukee and be the longtime manager of the Brewers, but you want to get paid commensurate for what your worth is? You go out to the market, you field some offers, you bring them back to the Brewers and say, hey, the Mets offered me $7 million a year. The Guardians offered me uh, five and a half. Uh, I want you know six and a half to stay or whatever it is. And you get a contract hammered out and you stay in Milwaukee. So that is still in the cards here. We don't really know how far the Burr is willing to go to keep Craig Council. How much is he motivated to stay? And really, you know, can the Mets get in there with an offer, not as just the money side of it, but can they sell him on the vision of what the New York Mets are going to be under Stearns um, with Cohen's resources that makes him so excited about the opportunity that he decides to pick up and move to the Big Apple from Milwaukee. It's really tough to know at this stage. I think it's clear to say that Craig Council is the front runner for the New York Mets, but it's not necessarily, uh, you know, we're not able to say the Mets are the favorite for where Council will want to go. I think that his motives are still very unclear. The Cleveland Guardians have also expressed interest in, in Craig Council. Now you'd say, why would he go there? Can they actually pay him? Well, Will Salmon of the Athletic notes in his report that Terry Furcona was among the highest paid managers in baseball. So maybe there is a chance that they could pay him close to what the Mets are offering. Let's just say the Brewers are still coming in way below that. Maybe he wants to stay in a small, in a small market for a franchise that has proven under Terry Furcona that they could win and be competitive year over year in a division that's very easy to win. And he you know, can move from Milwaukee to Cleveland to very similar markets, similar situations where he might be more comfortable instead of going into New York and having to deal with the New York media every single day. I don't know if I'd want to manage the Mets under that context, right? So ultimately, the fact that the Mets are talking to him is great, but we don't know anything at this point. Until there's a report that comes out that says Craig Council is in love with Steve Cohen and the New York Mets, or Craig Council can't wait to work with David Stearns again, or we just get that surprise report that, hey, the two sides have already agreed. They're going to hire him as their manager. We're just in a waiting game. But I think the question with all these other jobs out there and with still the potential of remaining where he has been, where he has been comfortable with the Milwaukee Brewers, the question when it comes to Craig Council isn't can the Mets outbid everyone? I think it's more what will draw him to take this job outside of just the money? What is it about this Mets job that's going to get him to agree to you know, put himself in an uncomfortable situation? And hey, there could be all the little reports out there that Craig Council is not afraid of the spotlight. Well, we're not going to know that until he decides to come to the Mets. Until he actually makes that decision to go into the spotlight and, and to 
be in this it's I hate to call it a make or break job, but it's a job that's going to be career defining because you're going to get more notoriety and attention than you ever had before. So is he willing to step into that? What do the Mets have to do to get him comfortable with it? We'll discuss all of that next. First, today's show is brought to you by Abada. While turkey is great, we all know the best part of the Thanksgiving dinner is the sides. With Abada, you can make sure you get the whole family's favorite side dishes and the turkey all while getting yourself cash back. Because starting on November 1st, for the fourth year in a row, Abada is giving you 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. Just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipts. Abada gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Abada, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can also shop uh, at hundreds of retailers by using Abada as well. If you want to try it today, download the Abada app now and use the code MLB to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Just go to the App Store, Google Play Store, download the free Abada app, and use the code MLB. That's Abada, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store. Use code MLB. When you look at the Milwaukee Brewers this past season, they won 92 games, they took the NL Central, but take a deep dive into their roster and look at the top performers. Julian Amis led the team in home runs with 24. He also hit 217, had a 717 OPS. William Contreras and Christian Yelich were the only two hitters on the Brewers that were there for the entire year that finished the season with an OPS over 800. And of the regulars, they were the only ones with an OPS over 720. You had Adamas again at 717. Mark Hanna showed up from the Mets. He put up an 800 OPS in his time after the deadline. The Mets were great this year. Don't get me wrong, but they had Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, Brandon Nimmo, all of them with an OPS higher than 800. Also had Tommy Pham and DJ Stewart that factored into that mix as well. Moving forward, if you look at the Brewers, look at their team. They got Christian Yelich locked up. Beyond that, Look at the salaries that they actually have locked in. Not a lot. Okay, they got Mark Hanna if they want to pick up the club option. Wade Miley, a mutual option. I think he might want to test free agency. Freddie Peralta, they have a couple of club options after 2024. And then other than that, there's no guaranteed salary. It's all pre-arb guys. And look, they had a lot of guys debuted this year that were really good. Don't get me wrong. Or not really put, putting it together for a full season, but had flashes. You know, Bryce Turang had flashes. Joey Weimer had flashes, but they didn't have overall great numbers. Owen Miller, a, a lot of different guys, Garrett Mitchell as well, that came up, showed some things. But again, not enough that you'd be entirely convinced that they're going to be great players. You really look at the team and they got by with good starting pitching and just great work from their bullpen. But Corbin Burns, in his last year of arbitration, Willie Adamas, his last year of arbitration, Brandon Woodruff, 
last year of arbitration. Roddy Telez, last year of arbitration. Adrian Hauser, last year of arbitration. Devin Williams, two years left. The window could close very quickly on the Milwaukee Brewers. That could happen. Now, hey, it's a great organization. They've been run really well. But the guy that was running them just left and went to the Mets. How much does he believe in Matt Arnold is a big question when it comes to David Stearns and his decision, or not David Stearns, Craig Council and the decision he has to make this offseason, whether he's going to come aboard with the Mets, stay with the Brewers, or go to another franchise. I mean, you might look at the stability of the Guardians and say, hey, that's more attractive than Milwaukee at this stage. What do the Mets have to offer Craig Council? Again, it comes down to that working relationship with David Stearns. How much do, do these guys enjoy each other's company, enjoy going through the grind together? How much was that a mutually beneficial relationship that lasted for you know half a decade there? How much do they want to get to that mountaintop together? If they're really tight, then this might have been done you know long before any of these reports connecting the teams, any of the, these permission that was granted for an interview. This might have been hammered out behind the scenes a long time ago. We we will never truly know. But that's obviously at the forefront of all of this. And what is David Stearns going to tell him in that meeting that he maybe doesn't already know? How is he going to say, hey, I've been with this organization for a month. Here's what's going to happen. I think he still has, of course, their history together to lean on. He can still say, I was the guy that identified all the talent that you've been able to have so much success with. And we've been able to do it together. Now we can do it, but with the unlimited resources. And I think, you know, taking a job with the New York Mets, it always, to Mets fans, of course, seems like a no-brainer, right? Come to the big market. Nothing's better than winning in New York. You know, look at these star players that are on the roster. You can manage Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, Brandon Nimmo, uh, you know, that you can, you know, Kodai saying in the rotation, the ability to continue to add free agency, to add more stars year over year, the farm system, like there's all these things you can point to. But ultimately, you have to have the desire to step out into the limelight, to, to step front and center, particularly with the manager job where you got to deal with that media every single day. I'm sure dealing with media in Milwaukee at this point for, Craig Council is a breeze. He's a local guy. Everyone knows him. He's comfortable with the reporters. He's been talking to the same faces for uh, you know a long time at this point, dating back to 2015. It, it's easy in some respects. He knows that job inside and out. The Mets job is going to be a challenge. He still knows how to manage a baseball game, but all of the extra stuff that comes with it, that's why he'd be paid so much to do it. <laughs> but if he is motivated to get to that mountaintop and he believes in Stern's vision, he's going to take the Mets job because if he believed in Stern's with the Brewers and thinks that this is the executive that is better than anyone else, that, that knows how to put together a really good roster. And as much as you might credit Matt Arnold for what they did this past season, you know, he was, you know, handed a kind of well-oiled machine. Not to say he can't be a great executive moving forward, but you just have to see. It's kind of like, you know, Jed Hoare with the Chicago Cubs. You know, Theo Epstein laid all of the groundwork, walked away, 
And yeah, the Cubs had a decent season this year, but I don't believe they've made the playoffs outside of potentially 2020. I can't remember exactly when Theo stepped down. I'd venture to say, unless you count the 2020 season, if he was gone before then, they haven't made it. I mean, they didn't make it 21, 22, or 23. So it's not always just as simple as the number two guy that was with the the predecessor is just going to continue that success. And so, again, I do think the Mets offer a better opportunity to win than the Brewers. And I'm obviously biased when I say that, but I really believe that to be the case. Then the question becomes, if it's just, okay, Brewers, Mets, yeah, you can say the Mets are a better opportunity, but this guy is the top managerial candidate on the market. And so there's other jobs that he can look at. And if he does his due diligence, he'll meet with all the teams and he'll learn as much as he can because if he learns as much as he can, no matter where he ends up managing, it's going to make him better moving forward to get all of that information. So I've already mentioned the Guardians, but the Astros are out there as well, the Padres. I want to go into each of the different managerial situations he could walk into and compare it to the Mets to see if this really is on paper, the most attractive job that Craig Council can take. Before we get to that, though, today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it's important to be prepared. Supply chain shortages for medications or an inability to get medications in a timely manner due to natural disasters or if you're traveling, this can leave you unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case providing five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And Jace handles everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Jace was doctor-created and it's doctor-recommended. You can now customize your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications, and you can even add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Personally, my wife and I, we got ourselves a Jace case because we wanted to be prepared for the unexpected. Whether we're traveling, whether you know we're in South Florida, if a hurricane hits, we just want to make sure that we always have coverage. If you're interested in getting yourself a Jace case, go to jacemedical.com, enter code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on any order. Uh, that's promo code locked on at jacemedical, J A S E medical.com. Do you want to become a Locked On Mets insider? This is the new text message service that we're offering with Locked On Mets, where you can text me one-on-one, ask me questions anytime, and you can get the text updates on the show whenever I have a thought about the Mets that I haven't quite brought to the show yet, or there's a report that's out there that I read about and I want to give my two cents on it. I'll send it to the Locked On Mets insiders, and you get that information first. So if you're interested in joining, you can find the link in the episode description or go to subtext.com slash locked on Mets. Now getting back to Craig Council and the other managerial jobs that are out there. Right now, it's the Astros, the Mets, the Guardians, the Brewers if he steps away, the Angels and the Padres. The Angels are a horrible job. <laughs> Just going to say it. With all due respect to Paramanasi and everything they got going on still in that organization and Mike Trout and, hey, they're going to try to bring Otani back. 
unless they actually pull off what I think we're all doubting at this point, that they actually have a chance to, to bring Otani back and keep him in that losing situation with what they've been over the last couple of years. Feels like a team that just needs to start over from scratch. Just funny because Buck Walter is thrilled about the opportunity to take that position. But I think that's more um, a reflection of Buck wanting to stay into the game and looking at the landscape of what's out there. And maybe he just thinks that's his best chance. It'd actually be funny if he ended up with the Astros. You know, they had a lot of success with Dusty Baker. Can the Astros as a franchise turn the two guys that have incredible Hall of Fame managerial careers for what they've done and the longevity that they've had, but always needed that elusive championship. Could the Astros just keep doing that for guys? It'd be it'd be a funny spot that ends up being where Buck goes. But you look at these jobs, and clearly the best opportunity to win would be taking that Astros job. But we still don't know if they're interested in counsel, if they're going to discuss anything. We don't know if they're oh, trying to pay at the top of the market for their manager. It seems like Jim Crane, their owner, is a very hands-on guy that you know sort of believes that it's him that has put the Astros in this position and he'll keep them in the position. And it kind of feels like times he undermines his management team. So I don't know if that's the best job. It's the best job if you want to win, but at the same time, like you're stepping into a situation where you're never going to get the credit. Not that that is the most important thing, uh, but there is ego involved, and you want to not only win, but you want to win in a place that needs you to win, not just a place where you come on into a, a well-oiled machine and you offer your two cents. And, yeah, you could say maybe Craig Council will manage that team better than anyone else has, and maybe they will go on to win some World Series, and his impact will be palpable, but I just don't foresee that one, right? So we take the Astros off the list. We take the Angels off the list. Then you're looking at Mets, Guardians, Brewers, Padres. Now. The Padres job, I don't think it's that attractive in the sense that you are, are going to be working for a GM or, I don't know, A.J. Preller, the president. Regardless of the title, you're, you're going to work for a head of baseball operations that has had the opportunity to hire four or five managers or whatever it is across his tenure and seems to have um, you know, job stability. But with the lack of success, you also wonder if he can get yanked out of that position at any point in time. Right now, I guess they're sticking with Preller, but could he be, uh, you know, yesterday's news by 2025, 2026? And is that really a situation that council wants to get into? Not to mention, look at the season they had, and then the reports about them pulling back financially. I just don't know if that ends up being the place. I mean, they had a good manager in Bob Melvin, who, you know, maybe you say he wasn't a good fit this year, but a guy that has been regarded as a good manager, and he walked at the door after a year. So I don't know what the Padres would be the team for council. So then it gets back to the three we've been discussing primarily throughout the show, the Mets, the Guardians, and the Brewers. I do think there would be some pull to the Guardians if they were to say, you know what, we're not going to invest that much in our team payroll, but we need to to get the next Terry Francona. We need to get that top-tier manager that can get the most out of our guys. Let's offer Craig Council $7 million and set a new high standard for a manager gets paid in baseball. I don't think that's completely out of the realm of possibility. And for the Brewers sake, again, if you're going to be cheap, manager is not really a place to be cheap. Go out and pay the manager because then you don't have to pay as many players. I think that is certainly on the table. And 
if he just wants to stay where he is and stay where he's comfortable and all he's looking for is to get market value, yeah, he's going to go back to the Brewers. The New York Mets are the one team that offers him a change in what he's doing. A change going to a different franchise, a change in markets, a real difference in the type of work he's going to be doing, the stakes that will be attached to it, but also the resources at his disposal. Because I think if you had to pull, you know, 50 honest baseball insiders, right, or or, or people who are in the know about the game that have their own opinions that have been working in the industry that are knowledgeable about what's going to be the best recipe for winning over a large period of time. And you had to put the Brewers 40-man roster and their farm system in front of them and then the Guardians and the Mets. And you look at the combination of what's on the roster, the farm system that's in place, and then the unlimited resources that are provided. And it would be pretty hard to not tell Craig Council as a manager, hey, if you believe in yourself and what you're able to do, the rosters you get, you're going to get better rosters with the Mets on paper than you're going to get with those other two teams. I don't think that's outlandish because, again, these are two teams that are gonna, you got to pull teeth to get a payroll over $100 million sometimes. The Mets seems like they're going to be a consistent luxury tax team. And so if David Stearns can sell that vision to Craig Council, if Craig Council can get a five-year deal that coincides with Stearns and sort of has that assurance that they're in it together, and he knows, hey, he's not going to be scapegoated after a year. And he'll have the opportunity to see a short rebuild through, but one where they're going to keep trying to win. And they can sell him on all the talent that was just added at the deadline and what's in that farm system. And they can sell them on the pieces that are locked up under contracts. Hey, Willie Adamas is a nice shortstop. I would venture to guess Craig Council would appreciate having Francisco Lindor as a starting shortstop over Willie Adamas. And Brandon M over even Christian Yelich at this point. At the stage of careers that they're at, I don't even think that's the craziest it takes. And Pete Alonzo, as a power threat, that's not something that he's seen during his time with the Brewers. So I feel like if he's trying to win while getting paid, the Mets are the front runners to land Craig Council to be their manager. Just question is, does he want to leave home? I really think that's what it boils down to. We'll see. We'll see what he does. I know I've been promising this for a couple days now, but news just keeps getting in the way. I wrote my offseason outlook for JustBaseball.com. And I am going to do a podcast tomorrow breaking down my blueprint to a successful offseason for the New York Mets as it relates to their roster construction, who they should go after. Obviously, we've been touching on a lot of these topics over the last month anyway, uh, but this will give a, a really clear picture on where I think the Mets should go. You don't want to miss this episode, so make sure if you're watching on YouTube, you hit that subscribe button, uh, comment on today's episode. I'm going to try to be a little more active in the comment section, so you should uh, – do that as well. We can interact there. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast feeds, make sure you follow wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to become a Locked On Mets insider, find the link in the episode description. You can follow me on X, Ficklestein Ryan. Follow the show, Locked On Mets.